Here is the closing Schwab market update. As of 4.15 p.m. Eastern Time, 15 minutes after market close for Wednesday, August 31st. The U.S. equity markets extended a recent losing streak to four days as investors remained skittish in the wake of Fed Chairman Powell's comments on Friday. Economic data was mixed as ADP's revamped private sector employment report missed forecasts, mortgage applications fell for a third straight week as rates continued to climb, and Chicago manufacturing growth modestly accelerated. News on the earnings front also diverged as CrowdStrike topped expectations and raised its guidance, while Chewy and HP lowered their respective guidance. In other equity news, Bed Bath & Beyond tumbled after announcing its strategic plan aimed at strengthening its financial position. Treasury yields were higher and the U.S. dollar was little changed. Crude oil and gold prices traded lower. Europe was lower as the global markets continued to grapple with solidified Fed aggressive tightening expectations, while markets in Asia finished mixed amid some lackluster Chinese economic data. The Dow Jones Industrial Average was down 280 points, or 0.9%, to 31,510. The S&P 500 Index declined 31 points, or 0.8%, to 3,955. And the Nasdaq Composite lost 67 points, or 0.6%, to 11,816. In moderate volume, 4.4 billion shares of NYSE-listed stocks were traded, and 4.8 billion shares changed hands on the Nasdaq. WTI crude oil fell $2.09 to $88.55 per barrel. Elsewhere, the gold spot price decreased $14.80 to $1,721.50 per ounce, and the dollar index was nearly unchanged at 108.73. Markets were solidly lower for the month of August as the Dow Jones Industrial Average lost 4.1%, the S&P 500 fell 4.2%, and the Nasdaq Composite tumbled 4.6%. In equity news on Wednesday, CrowdStrike Holdings Incorporated, ticker symbol CRWD, reported adjusted second quarter earnings per share of $0.36 cents, compared to the $0.28 cent fact set estimate as revenues grew 58% year-over-year to $535 million, above the street's forecast of $516 million. The cybersecurity company said it saw record net new annual recurring revenue and net new subscription customers. CrowdStrike Holdings raised its full-year guidance. Shares were lower. Chewy Incorporated, ticker symbol CHWY, reported adjusted second quarter operating profits of $83.1 million, well above the expected $11.3 million, with revenues rising 12.8% year-over-year to $2.4 billion, just shy of the $2.5 billion that had been anticipated. The pet supply company issued third-quarter sales guidance that was below estimates and lowered its full-year revenue outlook, noting customers' lower spending on discretionary goods like toys and treats amid the inflationary environment. Shares were lower. HP Incorporated, ticker symbol HPQ, posted adjusted fiscal third-quarter earnings of $1.04 per share, in line with expectations, as revenues declined 4.1% year-over-year to $14.7 billion, well below the estimated $15.6 billion. The company lowered its full-year guidance, citing near-term market headwinds as demand for personal computers and printers has slowed. Shares saw solid pressure. 
Bed Bath & Beyond Incorporated, ticker symbol BBBY, fell sharply after the company announced strategic changes to try to strengthen its financial position, noting that it secured more than $500 million in new financing, including its newly expanded $1.13 billion asset-backed revolving credit facility and a new $375 million quote-unquote first-in-last-out facility. Bed Bath & Beyond said it will work with J.P. Morgan Chase & Company, ticker symbol JPM, and Sixth Street Partners with the financing, but noted that there is no guarantee that the closing conditions will be satisfied. Additionally, the company said it will cut its labor force by 20%, close about 150 lower-producing stores, and cut capital expenditures. The second quarter earnings season is mostly in the books, and of the 490 S&P 500 companies that have reported thus far, roughly 62% have topped revenue forecasts, and approximately 75% have bested profit projections per data compiled by Bloomberg. Compared to last year, revenue growth is tracking to be up 13.3%, and earnings are 7.1% higher. Schwab's chief investment strategist Lizanne Saunders points out in her latest article titled Fade, Markets Hit Resistance as Breadth Waned, how the stock rally since mid-June that has faded the last two weeks looked healthier from a breadth perspective, but low-quality leadership and deteriorating economic data have kept downside risks elevated. You can follow Lizanne on Twitter, at Lizanne Saunders. The recent pullback in the markets has come as the markets anticipate continued aggressive monetary policy tightening, as we discuss in the Schwab Center for Financial Research article titled, Fed Policy Talk Rattles Market. Stocks dropped after Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell vowed to bring inflation down despite potential pain to households and businesses. Read all our market commentary on our Insights and Education page, and follow us on Twitter, at Schwab Research. In economic news on Wednesday, the ADP Employment Change Report showed private sector payrolls rose by 132,000 jobs in August, well below the Bloomberg forecast calling for a 300,000 job gain. However, estimates may not have been comparable as this was the first report after ADP revamped its data recording process with a new methodology. One of the new components of the report showed year-over-year -year wage growth of job stayers rose 7.6% and were up 16.1% for job changers. The report, which does not include government hiring and firing, comes ahead of Friday's broader August non-farm payroll release, expected to show headline and private sector employment both grew by 300,000 jobs. The unemployment rate is forecasted to remain at 3.5%, and average hourly earnings are projected to rise 0.4% month-over-month and be up 5.3% year-over-year. The MBA Mortgage Applications Index declined 3.7% last week, following the prior week's decrease of 1.2%. The index is down for a third straight week as a 7.8% drop for the Refinance Index was accompanied by a 1.8% decline for the Purchase Index. The decrease came as the average 30-year mortgage rate moved 15 basis points higher to 5.80% and is up 277 basis points versus a year ago. The Chicago PMI ticked higher and remained in expansion territory, with a reading above 50. The index nudged up to 52.2 in August from 52.1 in July, which was the lowest since August of 2020 and where it was expected to remain.
The modestly better-than-expected report came as new orders contracted at a slower pace and production moved back into expansion territory while employment continued to expand. Prices paid decelerated but remained elevated, and supplier deliveries rose at a slower pace, suggesting supply chain challenges may be easing. Treasury yields were higher, with the yield on the two-year note rising two basis points to 3.47%, the yield on the 10-year note increasing six basis points to 3.17%, and the 30-year bond rate seven basis points higher at 3.29%. Bond yields have moved higher as of late, especially on the short end of the curve as the markets anticipate further aggressive monetary policy tightening from the Fed, of which Chairman Jerome Powell solidified last week in Jackson Hole, Wyoming. Also, the U.S. dollar, although cooling off late last week, remains near a multi-decade high. Schwab's chief fixed income strategist Kathy Jones discusses in our Schwab market perspective, Mixed Signals, how the Fed has embarked on one of the most rapid tightening cycles in over 40 years, and with inflation continuing to outpace wage growth, more rate hikes are likely on the horizon. Kathy also offers analysis of the greenback in her commentary titled, The Strong Dollar. Can it continue? You can follow Kathy on Twitter, at Kathy Jones, and check out our Financial Decoder podcast titled, When Interest Rates Rise, What Should You Do With Bonds? featuring Kathy. Tomorrow, the economic calendar will offer initial jobless claims for the week ended August 27, Forecasted to show 248,000 first-time unemployment applications were filed, as well as the final read on second-quarter non-farm productivity and unit labor costs, expected for the former to be adjusted upward to a quarter-over-quarter decline of 4.2%, and the latter to be negatively revised to a gain of 10.6% quarter-over-quarter. As well, the ISM Manufacturing Index is expected to show a slight decline to 51.9 in August from the 52.8 posted the month prior, and construction spending will round out the day, with economists calling for a 0.3% month-over-month decrease. In international news on Wednesday, stocks in Europe finished lower as global markets continue to grapple with expectations that the Fed in the U.S. will remain aggressive with its monetary policy as it remains fully committed to fighting inflation and restoring price stability. The euro was higher and the British pound dipped versus the U.S. dollar, while bond yields in the eurozone and the U.K. continue to trade higher. Meanwhile, August manufacturing and non-manufacturing data out of China showed the world's second-largest economy continues to be hampered by its COVID-related lockdowns, among other business activity impediments. Inflation pressures have forced the Fed, Bank of England, and European Central Bank to tighten monetary policies, and today the Eurozone consumer price inflation estimate came in hotter than expected. Additionally, the festering energy crisis in the region that has ensued amid the ongoing war in Ukraine and Russia's actions to curb natural gas supplies have exacerbated the inflation picture. However, Schwab's chief global investment strategist Jeffrey Kleintop CFA notes in his article titled, Shortages Have Led to Gluts, how inventory gluts have been bad news for the stocks of companies experiencing them, but could also be indicating an inflation peak, which tends to be an ingredient for market bottoms. Also, Jeff discusses in his article titled The End of Rate Hikes how the signals from central banks that rate hikes, which began last year, may be coming to an end could be welcome news for investors looking ahead for the next 12 months. You can follow Jeff on Twitter at Jeffrey Kleintop.
The UK FTSE 100 index was down 1.1%, Germany's DAX index declined 0.9%, France's CAC 40 index dropped 1.4%, Spain's IBEX 35 index and Italy's FTSE MIB index decreased 1.2%, and Switzerland's Swiss market index moved 0.3% lower. Stocks in Asia finished the day mixed as markets in the region sifted through a host of economic data while continuing to digest the implications of solidified expectations of aggressive monetary policy out of the U.S. Japan reported preliminary industrial production for July unexpectedly rose month over month, and its retail sales also grew more than anticipated for last month. South Korea's industrial production fell more than expected for July, though its department store sales for last month accelerated sharply. Meanwhile, China's manufacturing PMI improved to 49.4 for August from 49 in July and compared to the expected increase to 49.2. However, the index continued to depict contraction as denoted by a reading below 50. Also, China's non-manufacturing PMI declined to 52.6 for this month from 53.8 in July and compared to forecasts of 52.3. China, the world's second largest economy, has been hampered by the COVID-induced lockdowns, real estate struggles, and regulatory crackdowns. Also, geopolitical tensions between the U.S. and China remain elevated, mostly due to the evolving situation in Taiwan, with the U.S. set to begin trade negotiations next month, of which China has expressed opposition. Schwab's Jeffrey Kleintop provides commentary on China's situation in his latest article titled China Q&A, Top 5 Questions, discussing various topics including inflationary concerns, currency movements, government policies, and more. Japan's Nikkei 225 index decreased 0.4%, with the yen little changed versus the U.S. dollar in choppy trading and remaining near multi-decade lows versus the greenback following a sharp drop that began in March as the Bank of Japan lags other key central banks in monetary policy. China's Shanghai Composite Index declined 0.8%, the Hong Kong Hang Seng Index finished nearly unchanged, Australia's S&P ASX 200 Index dipped 0.2%, and South Korea's Kospi Index traded 0.9% higher. Markets in India were closed for a holiday. The international economic calendar for tomorrow will hold auto sales from Japan, retail sales from Germany, and housing prices from the UK. That concludes the closing Schwab market update as of 4.15 p.m. Eastern Time, 15 minutes after market close for Wednesday, August 31st.